sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I can't go to Germany. Why? I got homework. I'm playing. I don't care. I could do this all day. Hello, and welcome to We Start With Movies. Uh, I'm your co-host, Augie. With me, as always, is your real host, Logan. Oh, real host. Thank you very much, Augie. You've been promoted. <laughs> you have the power to do that? It's the power of the people's choice. Okay. Well, okay, listeners, if you could write in to our addresses that we won't give you, uh, send some fan mail, uh, then please let us know if Augie does have that power to uh, promote me as the actual host. The power has been bestowed to me by some <laughs> mysterious lady in a lake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Nice Monty Python <laughs> reference there. Okay, so um, this week uh, we have another episode, another guest, another movie. As you can see by the title of this one, we are talking about 2016's Captain America Civil War. Colton, you're already laughing. I know. This is I, I guess it's because Logan is tickling him. <laughs> How you doing, man? Good to have doing you. Doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to be it's here. It's great to have you here. So I, we'll just give you a quick little rundown of the rules. Uh, yeah. We Start With Movies is a, is a uh, movie-focused podcast uh, where we start talking about a movie that's been uh, chosen by our guest, which is you this week. Yes. Um, and then whatever tangents um, arise along the dirt path of the podcast... Um, we take the long way home. Yeah, so I think we've been talking about mostly movie, um, and I think my goal, uh, if we keep doing this podcast for, for weeks, months, years to come, is to only talk about, or just say the, the title of the movie, and then don't talk tangents about the movie. the whole time. Yeah, tangents the whole time. That's, <laughs> that's our ultimate goal, so Find we're going to slowly get there. We don't, we don't want to get there too quickly, though. We don't want to spoil the fun. You're right. There should be some character development. Some okay, so development. Uh, I always like to start off with how we, how we chose this movie. So um, how did you choose this film, uh, Colton? So last week was Warrior. Right, and I remember uh, you came up to me, I think it was last Friday, and we were like, talking about the show, and you brought up the Warrior and how... You're having like some difficulty figuring out where to go with that. Yeah, and not a lot of actors in that yeah. film. And I immediately looked at the cast list to see if I could suggest any Marvel movies before you're like, Frank Grillo's in it. So if like Captain America Civil War, Winter Soldier, he plays Crossbones. Yeah. And, yep. and like that was just a perfect tie in. Yeah, and, and Augie, uh, always how he likes to put his, his hand on people's <laughs> necks and shoulders <laughs> My in the show. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of were doing that with Colton on this one because uh, oh, yeah. we knew we knew that you you know love Marvel movies yeah. and oh, yeah. and we were thinking oh, how how are we how are we gonna get to a Marvel movie and then and then we were like oh Frank Grillo he's in he's in Winter Soldier he's in Civil War uh, so we we just thought this would be a great uh, like connection from Warrior and, and here we are talking about it definitely yeah speaking of connections <laughs> here's how we got here <laughs> oh yeah I'll take it away we always like to talk about how we got to Captain. American Civil War from the first yeah. episode. So, Augie, take us away. So, the first week of the podcast, we had on our esteemed guest, Stefan, who chose the 1980 film Caddyshack. Uh, week two, we had Aaron, who picked Get Smart, the connection being Bill Murray, who plays Carl Spackler, and then Agent 13, the one in the tree. Um, <laughs> and then after that, uh, we had Max, uh, who chose The Dark Knight Rises, uh, and the connection between Get Smart and Dark Knight Rises is none other than Anne Hathaway. Uh, and then the following week, we had Wistoff, um, who chose Warrior, and the connection being Tom Hardy. And now, our our guest of the hour. Uh, we the have honored Col guest. We have Colton. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, and the connection is Frank Grillo, who played uh, the 
trainer Frank campaign. Yeah, he faced and, <laughs> yeah, a character who I'm sure is very similar to who his real self is. <laughs> I kind of feel like he is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But um, so he was in Warrior as a trainer, and then he's um, one of the um, antagonists in Captain America. Civil War, yes. Augie, yeah. great job. I think you're getting better every week. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it <laughs> helps when the, the connections get longer and longer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The intros have gotten worse, but that, that segment that you do every week has <laughs> have gotten better. So okay. before we start talking about the movie, I do have a couple of quick announcements for our listeners. Uh, okay. Listeners, <laughs> if you're listening to this um, and you're looking for an easy drinking game to play, <laughs> uh, it has occurred to me over the past couple weeks that when Logan talks about a movie... He says the word film instead of a movie. <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> it is. It have is. you actually been? Yes, I have. Oh my God. Also, instead of calling it a scene, Logan calls it a sequence. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> it's totally true. Listeners, Augie is yanking your chain. Okay, it's totally true. And right, then let's, one more, and then I, one more. I, I, I noticed that last week's posted episode with Max, um, I say, oh yeah, like, more times than the Kool-Aid man could even fathom. <laughs> Anytime, like, Max or you said something that I agreed with, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, I really got tired of it. So oh, yeah? if you catch me slipping this week um, saying, oh, yeah, a bunch um, to agree with my peers here, um, then go ahead and take a drink. Oh, yeah, that, that could be fun. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> I, I don't believe what you're saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding you. I Dude, do, I can, it makes it more artistic. Really? I, I, I get it, that. it definitely okay. does, because yeah. well, I'm, like, okay. I'm like, this piece of movie right here. You know? <laughs> I mean, it is, called, like, it is called We Start With Movies, so I should do a better job of No, I'm not criticizing movies. you. I just think it's really funny. Jeez, ah, okay, well, you know, I, you know, in some of my film essays that I've been writing... <laughs> Right there, take a drink, everyone. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, that's that's interesting to know, Augie. I'm I'm glad you pointed that out. So now the whole time I'm gonna be thinking about that instead of talking about this. Movie. I'm very observant, like a cat. That's so, yeah, why they and call if, me whiskers. If Colton, <laughs> really, Ooh. you have no, a little. That's from SNL. Oh yeah. Okay. You well, that? you do have a little bit of a mustache right now. Thank you. I'm grown out. I mean, like and I, I, you didn't see uh, listeners because you can only hear. I just did some air quotes around that mustache because Augie's facial hair is. <laughs> You're entering a dimension of not sight, but only sound. <laughs> Next stop, the Twilight Zone. Oh, they should do a pod. They should do an episode of, of Twilight Zone on podcast soon. I feel like that would be a fun one to do. That'd Maybe be, Black yeah, Mirror. You know, I watched the first episode of Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone yesterday. How was it? It was. I thought it was good. Colton, yeah. did did you watch it or did I you did. hear about this at least? I saw. Didn't they play a commercial at the Super Bowl or something? Yeah, and it looked did, interesting. Yeah. Like the trailer. Oh, Jordan Peele's been yeah. doing some Wait, pretty you, great work. Do you know what the Super Bowl is though? Right, it's not comic books and superheroes. It's, yeah, it's yeah, football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Dude, I only watched it for the trailers for the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Super Bowl of comic books he yeah. has on his kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but it was it was good. It was an hour long. I won't spoil it for anyone because it is really brand new. Um, and we only spoil movies on here, not TV shows. <laughs> yeah, that's true. According to Strict So Boss. remember the ending of Sopranos. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, no, but um, we do like to say uh, that we are spoiling Captain America Civil War yes. and any other movies that we might talk about. <laughs> yes, if, you, if we talk about a movie during this podcast, it will be spoiled. <laughs> we'll go out of our way to spoil it. I'll mention it in the description, so that will be, be there, yeah. Okay, so um, we always like to start off. Oh, he's messing with the volume. Now. <laughs> okay, we always. That's too loud. That got loud. No, it feels. Real, this feels much. No, better. I can hear Colton breathing. This is too loud. Shit. I'm gonna put it down a little bit. Okay. Okay, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, I didn't touch it. <laughs> okay, so we always like to start off with the first segment, which is 
um, the first time seeing the movie story. I believe for all of us, it's probably around the same time. But Colton, do you want to start us off with this one? When did, when did you first see Captain America Civil War? Sure. So uh, 2016, that was the end of freshman year uh, for all of us. And uh, I'm a big Harkins person. So Thursday night, you know, premiere, we ended up going there, a couple friends. Got there like an hour and a half early to you know, wait in line. And if you've gone with me to the movies at all, you know I have the worst bladder during a movie. I always have to go. And oh, so like, no. I, I like, always cut off liquids. Like, like Colton just used the restroom before this because there's no bathroom in the studio booth here. Uh, I also <laughs> used it twice or three times before I left the house. But we're also going to use the modern marbles of editing and allow Colton to take a bathroom break halfway through <laughs> Thank you. and edit the podcast it. so that you never know we skipped. See, I don't. Know, I don't know if I'm a fan of that because Endgame, Avengers Endgame, which is coming out later this week, it's over three hours long supposedly. Three hours and, and fifty eight seconds. Yeah, and they're not giving it intermission. So why should we have Colton intermission on this hour podcast? Dude, I made it through Infinity War. That was what two hours forty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Endurance I, training. Yeah, <laughs> I've like cut off liquids the night before around midnight. You just gotta stop. Oh my god. <laughs> they thought it was like somebody no said way, it was like really? prepping for surgery. Are it was you like you stop with liquids. I tried not to drink throughout the day. I don't get anything at the theaters. I don't get snacks because I know I'll want to drink more. I go to like I like go like four times before the movies it's like I it's whenever there's like pressure for me not to go to the bathroom I immediately have to (laughs) so I'm very conscious of that when I go to pants no (laughs) I wear adult diapers just on the regular I haven't seen some jokes about people wearing depends in the movie theater (laughs) or bringing out like a big I I thought they were all jokes (laughs) (laughs) no I literally like I have to try really hard wow yeah uh, so I wear an affliction (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is interesting because Max does this other technique. I, I'm curious to see how everyone... We should ask this as a question every week, how everyone like does their like movie theater scene experience. Yeah. So so Max, remember what you said? He gets popcorn and like a soda or like a, a candy. A pretzel. Yeah. And he always eats it before all the trailers start. And then once the movie starts, he, he's not crinkling anything. And he... And he fully enjoys the movie. Yeah. So yeah. you don't do anything. So, uh, yeah, so I don't actually, like, stop drinking at, like, midnight the night before, but, like, a few hours before, for sure, I'll stop drinking, like, water or wow. anything, and I won't get popcorn because it's salty, so you're going to want to drink stuff. Well, this is an unusually long movie, but for, like, a regular length, like, not epic yeah. blockbuster uh, superhero okay. movie, would you Yeah, Us was about two hours. Yeah, I went to all the snacks? Uh, yeah, I usually don't. Like, Us, I, like... I don't know. I didn't go to Arena, but I went four times before it at the theater, like during the trailers. Wow. I just like, I'll stay at the wow. bottom of the stairs. I won't go up to my chair because I know I'll just have to go. Your doctors just must love you. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> is but, it only in movie theaters yeah. or is, do you always have to pee? No, no. It's just like for movies because like, I don't know. I love movies. Dude, you've so trained always... yourself. You've done like the Pavlovian dog yeah, thing. If only we had <laughs> yeah. a psychology expert on oh. here. Where's Aaron Burnett when you need yeah, him? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, jeez. Oh, I wonder mm. what uh, Colton will be the expert of today. We'll find I out. I guess eventually. we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. All right, Augie, um, how about you? When's the first time you saw uh, Captain America Civil War? You know, I, I know I saw it in the theaters. Um, I couldn't tell you when. Um, I don't remember the experience uh, really clearly, but I do remember <laughs> how, I do remember how intense the end of this movie was. Yeah. Walking out of the theater. Yeah. I, yeah, I do, uh, there is, there's a lot to open up with this movie, so yeah, yeah when we get into that, um, I first saw this movie, yeah, same time as you, Colton, uh, mm-hmm. when it came out, May, uh, May 6th, um, of 2016, and yeah, I think I saw in theaters in Tucson here. I think it was before we uh, the semester ended. It was a Friday um, before finals. <laughs> oh, really? It's yeah. always that time. I yeah, because like I always, always have a 
freaking Friday final, so it's always stressful, yeah, but I still go. It's, it's, <laughs> it's worth it. Classic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the first time I saw that uh, was, was just around that time, so no, nothing unusual here with, with this story. Uh, <laughs> funny, status quo. Even, even though I did all that prepping for the movie, like 30 minutes into it, I had to go, and I had to hold it the entire time because I refused to miss anything the first See, time. See, I feel like going to the bathroom at the beginning, and sorry if I just spun you, oh, I feel no. like going to the bathroom at the beginning is my tactic. My tactic typically is when I get in there, drink as much soda and eat as much popcorn <laughs> as possible. Complete opposite of my yeah. tactic. Yeah. Because then I go pretty early on in the movie. But also, I only have an issue like holding it like in the movie if I drink like three before the movie starts. Oh, yeah, wow. I think I... But I sometimes think if I'm not careful, I'll, it can happen. <laughs> I think usually I don't always get snacks or, or drinks or popcorn. Because a lot yeah. of times I go to the movie... Uh, at the theaters in the morning. That's kind of like my oh, my family's cheaper, routine. Huh? It's cheaper. There's less people. I do like the the hooting and the hollering yeah, and all that. Like on uh, a premiere or something the, for a big at the movie. Premiere. But yeah, yeah if, when it's not that though, I'm totally cool just going in the morning mm-hmm. and just getting like a little bit of popcorn or maybe nothing. But if it's at nighttime, yeah, I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of getting a soda or an icy or something like that. <laughs> uh, popcorn and, and if I have to go pee one time during the movie. Hey, so be it. I'll miss that one scene and I'll see it again. Yeah, whenever I go with my dad, it makes it harder because he's like, he'll finish the bag of popcorn before the movie starts, go refill it. We have like the Harkins cups because, you know, big oh, members. Dude, so I love the Harkins three cups. Three big sodas. It's like, it makes it a little more difficult, but I try to restrain. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. With my parents, when they're buying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Candy, oh, popcorn. Yeah. It's like, sure. <laughs> so do you guys, how do you guys feel about people mixing candy into their popcorn? I don't like it. What type of candy? Are you going to say M&M's? Yeah, it could be M&M's, Reese's Pieces. Yeah, I think that's fine. I Reese's think like Raisinets or M&M's and popcorn, uh, I think it's fine. I think it's a little bit sweet. No, you guys don't like that? Nah, I don't. I like butter, popcorn, and sweet candy separate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, Me too. I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't mix it personally, but like if someone did it and I just kind of grab a handful... Because uh, we have talked about that movie theaters are, are nice and dark. <laughs> so, like, you know. You I don't, don't like you keep making that joke like I'm some deviant. <laughs> I didn't. I was All like, I do is just, like, slobber my face in popcorn. Okay, I wasn't, I wasn't saying anything more than that, okay? But I'm just saying, when you, when you stick your hand in that bag of popcorn and, and you know, maybe, no maybe someone likes, likes a little candy in it. And if I get it, you know, it's a little nice surprise. I'm not going to complain about it. I won't do it myself. I've never done it myself. I will say that. Yeah, I wouldn't do it myself, but I wouldn't complain about someone else doing it. Do, you do you, but, like, I'm not going to ever do That's that. Right. That's right. Okay, let's, let's get into Civil War. So, not the actual Civil War, but Captain America Civil War. <laughs> Um, wh- which Augie probably is the resident history expert on, <laughs> on this. Probably podcast. not for Civil War stuff. Oh really? My 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 like expertise on history is like a very brief span of history. It's like what what span? It's like probably from like you know 500 BC to like 580. Oh, so you're talking about it. like the Greeks and <gasps> the Persians? Yeah, and the that's about all I can do. But I, I really all right. I feel like it's 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 pretty cool extensive, though. but that, but like you asked me like oh who was you know the head general in blah 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 of war yeah, in uh, the modern era I'm like I don't know it's it's uh, it's Robert E Lee by the way oh. <laughs> no but I, it's General Ambrose Burnside <laughs> I do like uh, I do like the title a lot I think it's like a cool title like it gives it, it like an epic feeling and it's more yeah. than just these these heroes fighting each other. Uh, let's dive into the, our thoughts on the just general thoughts on the movie first. Colton, I know you like this movie a lot. What do you have to say about Captain America: Civil War? 
God, I don't know. There's a lot I could say about it. It's definitely one of my top-tier Marvel movies for sure. I feel like the story's really well-balanced between the characters, but still manages to very much be a Captain America movie. I know it's called like Avengers 2.5, but the driving story is Captain America's. I think it has the best action sequences arguably in any superhero movie. I think the Russo brothers really do well with that. And yeah, yeah. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's that's great. Yeah, I agree with I, all that. Great character introductions too. I don't know. I feel like this movie balances a lot pretty well. Yeah, Black yeah, Panther. Tons it's of like not only were they juggling current characters, they introduced Black Panther, Spider Man, and one of the biggest complaints about Age of Ultron was that it felt like it wasn't as well balanced and like there's too many superheroes, and then here they do it with twelve, like pretty damn yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I agree with oh, all yeah. that. Augie, how about you? What do you? What I say? off the top of my head, one thing I was thinking while I was watching this was. I think that this is probably the darkest installment of like the Marvel franchise. Can you guys think of one that you would okay. Infinity would argue maybe? is darker? Um, I mean, what do you mean by darker? Do you mean like it's got a more serious subject matter? Yeah, that's that's how I would that's how I would mean it. I mean, they're they're talking about like, you know, war crimes and like these people being um, uh, expatriates and yeah, like, it's it's got a little bit of it's got some political things to it. Yeah. Themes, uh, yeah, like should the government uh, oversee? this team of Avengers, mm-hmm. or should they just be, like, they should they, can they do their own thing? I think the movie asks those questions. I don't, and I, I think because Captain America and Bucky's uh, Winter Soldier storylines take centerfold after that, I think that kind of gets, like, shoved aside a little bit. I Like, not, not that I'm saying that's, like, a bad thing, but I just think, because that's what the movie focuses on mm-hmm. in the second half Great. is is the relationship between Bucky and Steve. And, and the debate doesn't become as important, I feel like. Yeah, I, I think though, like before that, leading up throughout the movie, I think they do a really good job of handling that because it ties in a lot to Winter Soldier, which has been called like a political thriller among superhero movies. Like, yeah, which and is like oversight and like I know that's somewhat like, true, but also not true. Yeah, it's yeah, bo- it's both. As far as like a superhero movie, though, it's like one of the more political ones, and I feel like they tie into that idea of like how much government intervention is too much, and I feel like they ca- carry those ideas really well into uh, Civil War, personally. Yeah. You know, Iron Man jokes about um, the Winter Soldier being the Manchurian candidate, but it, it, it's, <laughs> it's strikingly similar. Yeah, uh, it, it's a funny joke, mm-hmm. but it, I think it works because of how similar it is. Kind of like in Infinity War, how Star-Lord calls Thanos Grimace. It works really well. Because it's like, <laughs> spot okay, on. I actually just looked up the word Grimace today <laughs> because I was writing I was writing a, what, uh, some work for my short screenplay, oh. and I was, I was, you know, like, oh, what, I know, like, Grimace kind of means, like, like, like wince kind of <laughs> yeah. a little bit like that, but I just wanted to make sure I was right with the definition, and I didn't type in definition after I typed in grimace. It was a so McDonald's grimace kind of <laughs> shuts up, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, Star Lord called Thanos grimace because back then when Star Lord was a kid, grimace, grimace was, was the bad huge. guy. Well, he was the bad guy too, so that's why the connection would have even made more sense. My favorite McDonald's character is the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I love the We're getting into this. What other characters are there? There's Obviously, Ronald McDonald. Yep. There's Grimace. There's the Hamburglar. <laughs> oh, you don't like clowns? Hey, clowns. Isn't there one that's like a soda, too? Oh, my God. Probably. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. I think name, it's though. Soda McFace or something. something you made that up. Don't yeah, even I don't, know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't recall, but I just know that I love the Hamburglar. <laughs> Wait, so you don't like clowns, Colton? No. All clowns or just Ronald? Either. I'm with you, Colton. All clowns, I don't know. If you look at, like, old pictures of Ronald McDonald, he's a pretty scary-looking dude. But, like, that's why I liked it a lot, because I hate clowns, so I think that's a pretty cool, like... Dude, I'm excited for the next movie, I am, too. They're, like, all grown up. It's got a lot of stars in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be, like... I've heard, like, the second half of the book is scarier than the first two, so I'm excited. I like scary Did you read it? Did you read the book? No, I, like... 
I like movies more, so I don't want to ruin yeah, the movie okay. by reading the book, which I know is <laughs> yeah, completely yeah. wrong. But yeah, I think I think that that's a fair point. I mean, sometimes like you wanna you wanna just like see the movie first, and yeah. then if you read the book, you might like both because sometimes people like the book so much the movie will takes never away. live yeah. up to the, ex- yeah, the expectations. Definitely. One of the great things that I think about movies that books you know can't compete with at all is you don't the have to score. read oh, okay. like the score and like the music. <laughs> like, could you imagine like reading reading like yes. a book? Like pulp fiction, like reading pulp fiction, not like the pulp, not like pulp yeah. fiction style, not pulp literature, novels, but like yeah. yeah, but like reading the like the story and the plot for the movie Pulp Fiction without any of the music. No, the soundtracks, yeah, the soundtracks are a huge part. Even a, for a Marvel movie like yeah. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. Thor Ragnarok, I feel like had some pretty great music in it. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, the Led Zeppelin, yeah. um, the immigrant song, the immigrant song, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree with that because a lot of times music does play a big part. And the, in Captain America: Civil War, uh, connecting it back to that, I think does have some <laughs> good hero themes. Um, it does. They don't use the Avengers theme, which yeah, I like yeah. That. Let's talk about that. Why do you, Why do you guys think they didn't talk? They didn't use the Avengers theme in this film? Because well, it's not an Avengers movie. Exactly. It's like a Captain America yeah. movie, and I feel like they didn't want to take away from that because yeah. even though it has all of them in it, like we were saying earlier, it's still his story. Okay, so when I first saw it, I was a little disappointed they didn't, because I thought they would at least use it in the beginning when mm-hmm. they were like that. Oh, new yeah, yeah, team. yeah. But after seeing Infinity War, it made me realize, like, oh, okay. They, so they did u- end up using it. They just didn't want to use it for this film. Yeah. Because they're not the Avengers. The team split up. And there's yeah. never, like, that one, like, iconic moment where they're all together, like, on the same side. It's like they're yeah. always divided. And so, like, yeah. I guess, like, for the beginning, but even then, it's only a handful of them, and... Well, yeah, and then like in Infinity War, when you, you first hear it, when Captain America in, like, the rogue Avengers squad saves Scarlet Witch and Vision. So that's, like, it's showing, like, okay, there's still a team. Right. Like they're, they're still there. There's still the there's Avengers. There's pockets. Yeah, there's right. pockets of the team. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, like, a that's a cool thing. And, and, and what I was thinking with the score, I really like that moment. Um, let, okay, let's just talk about this scene. Because it's, it's, like, the scene that, like, everyone loves to talk about because it's so much fun. The, the airport battle. Oh, yeah. yeah. When Ant-Man becomes Giant Man. <laughs> it's so Very cool. That, it's so the cool. Music comes and in, the music comes like, in. Dun, dun, yeah, yeah. Dun, dun. Oh, do you want to sing that? No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a beautiful rendition. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I tried really hard. Uh, yeah, so what are your guys' thoughts on this? Is it is it one of the best, like, hero-on-hero fights in any movie, would you say? Yes. Would you Would you stack it up against anything? I feel like, I don't know, they had a really good, like, you have, like, the, all the, like, the little mini battles going on, mm-hmm. which I like, because you see, like, the different character interactions, like, you see Spider-Man with Bucky and Sam, like, people have never, like, been together before, like, that beginning scene where Spider-Man comes in, but I love how it builds to that one moment where you get that epic team shot of, like, they start, like, walking and then jogging and then running and then, like, both yeah. sides, like, the people take off and charge at each other and... I don't know, I think they do a really good job of showing the scope of it, but also, like, getting in close to show the character interactions and, like, individual fight sequences, but they don't let you forget about, like, how large this fight is and what it's, like, <laughs> destroying this airport at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Logan and I were talking about this earlier when we were watching, was that um, you don't get a lot of, like, uh, teamwork in battles like these, typically. You know, it's, like, a lot of everyone, like, fighting one-on-one or someone taking on, like, multiple... Know, opponents, but like they but were like, this battle does a great job, yeah. With and it, that's though. what we loved about it was like they were, you know, really like working as a team, they're like throwing the shield around and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, you get him, you get him, yeah. Like when uh, when Giant Man swats War Machine away, then Spider Man runs over, uh, swings his webs at grabs him, and him. saves and like grabs him and then flings him back. Right. In it. Like, it's it's little things like that that like go a long way because it shows 
even though they've never really fought together, like Spider-Man and him, they still have this connection and they're helping right. each other out to defeat one person. It's not like all these battles, as you said, like these mini yeah. battles are separate. Even when they are, there's like a little bit of like a uh, crossover with like how they're fighting with each yeah. other. Although like I will say like, a lot of like the third act Avengers fights, like they usually have like that one shot that's like made to look continuous to like show teamwork. Like, spir- like Well, that was Joss Whedon's thing. I think that's why there's not one in this film. Well, uh, uh, like... Wait, no, I'm, I'm saying, like, no, like, you do... <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like, you were saying, like, you only see, like, these mini battles in all these other movies, oh. but I feel like they, like, in the Avengers movies, they always have at least, like, one shot to show them all working together. Like, in the first Avengers, Iron Man will fly, shoot a beam off of Captain America's shield, oh, go I up, see, go yeah. around, like, Clint, and then they'll take it to, like, Thor and Hulk, like, fighting on, like, those worm things. Oh, okay, but, I thought you meant, like, how in, in the first Avengers there's that... Wraparound shot? Yeah, that wraparound shot, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. I think... Which I think will be... Impressive. Remembered. Iconic. <laughs> I, yeah, it's iconic. I think it will be remembered as, like, that. that's a, sh- like, that's yeah. a shot in, like, a... In, maybe the movie isn't, like, the best movie ever, but it's, like, a great movie, though. Yeah. I really do like that first mm-hmm. Avengers movie. And then in Age of Ultron, it's got that kind of shot in the beginning like, where it shows all of them yeah. jumping. Yeah, and then at the them. end when they're like defending that thing on Sokovia, yeah. like where it does like the wraparound shot, and they're all doing. Yeah, like and I think that's thing. just one of Joss Whedon's things. I, right. But I am hoping for an Endgame that there is going to be like yes. a, so, like some type of shot where you see like there all has the heroes. To be. There that has was like to be. Infinity War. They had like that great shot in the trailer, and then it wasn't in the movie. That was like my biggest disappointment. Honestly, <laughs> was like that like uh, that charging scene in. Uh, Wakanda. Yeah. You guys remember yeah, it the showed first one? the Hulk. Yeah, yeah right. it showed like yeah. all of them and like Captain America leading it and then like not in it at all. Yeah, it's I think Endgame is doing the same thing by the way. <laughs> I think Oh, it there's is. tons of misdirection for sure. Yeah. Okay, so a lot so. of cloak and dagger <laughs> shit going on here. But like what I did like about the airport battle was like Usually in, like, those big fights, it's, like, the heroes against, like, a faceless villain. On this side, you're, like, you're kind of rooting for both sides in a way. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, let's get into that, too. Um, the the movie, I, we were saying as we were watching it, that it kind of subverts expectations. Mm-hmm. You're expecting Baron Zemo to unlock these other Winter Soldier people, whatever, they, whatever they're referred to as. Right. Um, they said, and like, then, that twist at the beginning. Yeah, that's what it seems like the whole film's leading to. That's the whole reason that, that Cap and, and, and Bucky are going through their mission it's to stop mm-hmm. to stop them and then when they get there they're all dead yeah and I think what do you what do you guys think of that I thought that was great yeah the the whole dichotomy of the movie where it's like they're split because you know Cap Cap and a couple of them feel this way and then Iron Man and a couple of them feel the other way and how that leads into like that final battle with Iron Man where Iron Man and Cap have sort of made like amends when Iron Man travels to this like base and then it doesn't even have anything to do with the whole previous debate. It just has to do with, with Tony's you know, parents being slaughtered by uh, the Winter Soldier. Which is a um, pretty ruthless scene, honestly, to watch him it, watch that. It, oh, yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, it's, I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine that. That's, that's a weird no, thing to fathom. I couldn't either. Like, let alone your since... parents, but just someone that you know, but it's his parents, though. Yeah, and, like, but, they've like, been setting that up since, like, the first Iron Man, especially in Iron Man 2, all, like, these daddy issues and stuff. Like, how he, like... <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. Like, like yeah. he never, like, gets, like, that, like, resolved right, or we, whatever between... Can we talk about that? I feel like... That's a big theme in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, daddy issues, because <laughs> hey, Thor has them, yeah. Star-Lord Thor. has them, yeah. Iron Man has them, yeah. Peter Parker kind of has like a, like, a, <laughs> yeah, like a lack of... He's trying of to a, find something. Yeah, it's, it's like a lack of daddy issues. Okay, yeah. I like um, where we're going Loki, with this. Loki has the same thing with his like Frost Giant dad and Odin. Yeah. 
I think that's like a, I don't know. Well, I, I, I love I, it, like, even if like, you hadn't seen any of those movies and you saw this, you're still like, damn, that's like a harsh scene, like to watch your parents die. But if you've is. seen like all of this backstory with Iron Man and like Black how, Panther <laughs> is dead. <laughs> but like, you like know all like the drama behind that and how he's always had this rough relationship with his parents or like especially his dad. And then yeah. now to know the reason why he never got to resolve those was because of Bucky and he's standing right next to him. Yeah, and it's, and like, at that point, Iron Man considers Captain America to be like his like you know friend, mm-hmm. but like oh, you're, that's a good your quote. friends yeah oh, that's, yeah that's, that one tears my heart too yeah your best friend killed your parents but it's like your friend is in uh, Captain America is obviously in a really tough position mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, if he chose dude, correctly or not here okay I think it's like this here's a little analogy for you guys Uh-oh. so <laughs> you guys know how like you know you have your high school friends or you know this can apply to anything but at least you know at least we're in college so yeah, this yeah. applies to us yeah I'm sure people can relate to this you have your high school friends so like Bucky and Cap that's like that's friend. like his childhood yeah. high school mm-hmm. friend and then you get like you get to college <laughs> you get to, like the big leagues and then like your he, friend group yeah, your friend group expands and he and Captain America becomes friends with Tony Stark and you get really close with them and you get really close with him and then yeah. Bucky comes and then Bucky comes back and it's like in Captain America's yeah. in the middle right here, like dealing with his with his childhood friend and his new friend. It's like it's like it's like watching yeah. your high school friend and your college friend. <laughs> it's a really like, good analogy. You just like actually. put them together. Let's see if they can get along. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's a, an evil science experiment. <laughs> yeah, it is. And you can like you can see both sides too. Like you can get why Iron Man like reacts like he does, but you also get why totally. Cap- like Captain America reacts how he does because. I don't know. There's no like clear answer, which I think they do well throughout the movie, not just with this. But like, well, see, I think that's the biggest strength. I think the interactions uh, between the characters is the biggest strength in this movie because mm-hmm. the action's good. Um, I think it's the plot great. is like it, the plot seems basic at first when you like think it's these Winter Soldier people, and then mm-hmm. it kind of gets a little more interesting with the with like the relationship with Tony Stark, his parents, and Winter Soldier. But I think the interactions with the characters are what makes this movie so great. Because I was just looking at IMDb, all those like quotes from the movie, and it's so it's so fun seeing uh, like all these like different interactions with characters. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just the quippy stuff. I'm talking about like the the emotional stuff yeah. too. Like when Cap, like the whole as we just said, Cap and Iron Man and Bucky, like that dynamic. That triangle, not not a love triangle, but <laughs> that's no. a great triangle though. But Captain America does he has he has some or like the, he has he's really got some feelings for Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> or he has a really good quote at the beginning too with uh, Scarlet Witch when she's like dealing with like having destroyed that building about how yeah. Wrote it down, All right, but, let's yeah <laughs> let's get to our next segment here. Uh, the quotes that I want to highlight award. <laughs> Okay, all right. There's the music. The music just played. Do you, you like that? That was nice. That was really yeah, nice. Uh, Augie, yeah, thanks Marcello uh, for that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out to yeah. Marcello. Yeah. So yeah, okay, okay, what's your quote? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, one of them was just uh, when uh, Wanda's like having a hard time dealing after the, like the Lagos fight and the building explodes because she like kind of messes up, and uh, he like walks in and says, or like they're talking. He's like, "People died. That's on me." Uh, this job, we try to save as many people as we can. Sometimes that doesn't mean everybody. But if we can't find a way to live with that, then next time maybe no one gets saved. And I feel like it's a really good... Wait, like, ca- wait who says that? Cap does? Yeah, uh, okay. to Wanda when they're okay. in her bedroom. Uh, but I think it's just... They, Marvel does a really good job of reminding us that like their heroes are people first. I feel like a lot of time people think of them as like godlike figures and like just like these perfect people. And I think that just reminds them that like these are still humans and like they make mistakes and like they have to be able to cope with with that because 
maybe like they did lead to death, but like if they can't deal with that, then maybe it, it's a worse outcome next time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the writing for Cap is so good because everything because like I I misheard you at the beginning. I wasn't sure if that was from Cap, but when you were saying that, I was like, oh, that so sounds like Cap. Mm-hmm. I think they do such a good job of distinguishing things that he would actually say. Yeah. Like, that just sounds like something Captain America would say. Well, I mean, the... he's a Boy Scout. It's yeah. like, <laughs> he is like a very straight, like, arrow of, like, a character to write for. Oh, like was, that, was that a reference to Hawkeye? <laughs> you always know, like, what he's gonna do. You always know what he's gonna say because he vol- he follows such, like, a strict, like, regiment of morals. Yeah, yeah. and and that's, that's such a... That's just a cool thing in this universe with all these characters and things like that. You can pinpoint... Who they are just by like saying like the wh- who they are as people. Mm-hmm. You know, like not even describing yeah. like what they've done. Just be like Captain America is always gonna stand up for the little guy. He's always he's not gonna compromise with with people's lives and things like that. Like that's Cap. That's no one else. And obviously they're all heroes, but that's him though. But well, first I was gonna say like uh, I think he's really well developed too because he's had the same writers throughout all three of his movies, which I think has helped with that. Oh really? Okay, so yeah. the writers from First Avenger carried over. Okay. Winter Soldier and Civil War. Same writers, no one was added or anything. Uh, Christopher McKeeley or something, and then one other person. I forget. Okay, but, all right. Uh, that's also, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, you were saying like nobody else is like that, but I think that's actually kind of wrong. Spider Man actually is, which he has another. Okay, in the yeah, movie that's that, true. Like when Tony's talking to him and like he loves his kid, it's funny to think like his ideology is really more on Captain. America's I will side. say though, Spider Man though isn't as like resolute as Captain America is. Like, but I he's think, also a kid. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like. Cat, like, maybe Spider-Man is, like, a, like, he's a mix, kind of, of, like, Captain America and maybe a little bit of Tony Stark because he's kind of his mentor. But, yeah, I think, like, when Captain America was... I mean, even when he was younger, though, and in First Avenger, he still kind of had these, like... But he's not younger. He's just skinny. He was always a straight edge. Yeah, that's true. You're right. He was just skinny. He looks like he's yeah. younger. Yeah, that's, okay, that's but true. But, like, when, yeah. like, Iron Man and him are talking in their bedroom, <laughs> another quote I have is Spider-Man saying, like, when you can do the things that I can and you don't, and then the bad things happen, they happen because of you. And yeah. Iron Man's well, like, that's Uncle Ben, isn't it? Is that a well, reference, like, Uncle Ben? I don't know, but like then Tony goes like, oh, so you're really just looking out for the little guy. And he's like, yeah, yeah, looking out for the little guy. And that's exactly yeah. the same thing that Captain America yeah. says and does. And I thought that was that's just interesting true. that he's on Iron Man's side, and Iron Man likes that, but it's actually yeah. really Captain America. <laughs> yeah, he needed help. Tony Stark, Tony Stark was reaching. <laughs> he's got no, but I think that's cool. I feel, like, I feel like that's kind of like filling a void that he felt like after like, Dividing. I don't know. I thought it was yeah. interesting. Oh uh, yeah, I agree with that. It wasn't just like an oversight. I felt like it was kind of on purpose. Augie, do you have any uh, quotes? You I do have a couple. This is not one of those movies where I like quote regularly, like uh, <laughs> Caddyshack or like Dark Knight Rises. But um, I thought I think it's uh, Tony Stark that says it to Cap. Um, a good one is sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that do one. like that a lot. Yeah. Um, and then when. Peter Parker says, I can't go to Germany. And Tony Stark's like, why not? And he's like, I have homework. That's great. <laughs> I, think that that's 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 actually... it's he said he didn't have a passport, is it? Nope, it's because I have homework. Because yeah. I, cause I love like, that line. That sounds like Colton. <laughs> Dude, that's literally what everybody says. They're like, if you're a that's superhero, funny. that's some shit that you would pull. That's like, hey, Colton, want to hang out? Ooh, I got, I got, yeah, I got homework. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. How about you, Logan? What's yours? Yeah, so you mentioned Hawkeye. We haven't, we haven't touched on him much. Um, love Hawkeye. Yeah, so I'll say the quote, and then we'll get into Hawkeye a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I really, <laughs> I usually like highlight like a weird quote kind of, and um, this time I couldn't really find one because I I don't know because it's sort of like so weird like all the interactions um, when Hawkeye says to Black Panther in the big fight, I don't we've been introduced I'm Clint and then Black Panther just says I don't care <laughs> I love that because it's like that's what I was talking about with like the interactions like that's that's not even really like a quip really it's just like that's just Black Panther like yeah. he. 
he's just like I don't I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's like, like that's like he has a very specific mission throughout this movie, and it's just solely to get Bucky. Yeah, exactly. I think like Hawkeye's like there, and he's like, yeah, move out of the way. Like I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to deal with you. I'm, he's like, I'm not trying to I'm kill you, but you like away. if you get in my way, I'll like. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. well, Black Panther. I think one of his best strengths that's portrayed in the movie is that he's able to completely remove himself from like his emotions. You know, like by when, the end, you mean. What's that? By, By the, the end, end, you mean, or, or what? I kind of mean, like, throughout, like, the whole time. Okay. You know, he's, like, trying to go get to go get Bucky, and he's, like, you know, chasing him for revenge. Um, and then, you know, he separates, you know, the fun from the airport battle. As fun as that <laughs> He's so be. serious. Yeah, he's very serious. And then at the end, he's, like, you know, gives a little vengeance speech. Um, you know, he's, he's solemn. He's, like, serious. It fits in with, like, just how... He looks as a hero. Yeah, I, I was saying this as we were watching. I think I like Black Panther, or at least his storyline in this movie, more than his own solo film. Because I, I feel like he's given a little bit more to do. Because by the time he gets his own solo film, I think uh, he's already like had this arc of, of like forgiveness and things like that. So when it comes to uh, his own film uh, and you know competing against Killmonger... Um, I don't think it's as interesting. I, I just, I don't think that's, like, you can't do anything about it. I just think they, like, set the bar so high with that first, like, storyline with his father and, and, and hunting down the Winter Soldier. I, I think, it, like, it's hard to match that, that quality of a storyline for a certain character. But I feel like his big dilemma in that movie, too, isn't just, like, Killmonger. It's whether or not to reach out and to help other people or to stay confined to yeah. Wakanda. Yeah, like, of course. Which yeah. I thought was interesting, but I get what you're saying. There's more. This one, it's just so singular, and yeah. it, it works because yeah. he's a side character. But And I feel like he kind of is emotional, though. Like, yeah, he's more serious, but it's, like, his vengeance that drives him. He doesn't try to look up facts. He doesn't try to figure out if it really was Bucky when, like, Cap's saying it isn't. He's just... He's so focused on getting vengeance that that kind of overpowers anything else until the very end when he realizes like he made a mistake because that was what he drove him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And okay, so, so we touched on Black Panther a little bit. I wanted to bring up Hawkeye. So I really enjoy Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. So Hawkeye has too much that, hate. <laughs> yeah, and I just love Augie, Jeremy Renner in general. Augie, <laughs> give give a like like if okay so. I'll create a little scenario for you. So, oh. so someone, so like, imagine, because I'm a fan of Hawkeye, Colton, you're a fan of Hawkeye, mm-hmm. so imagine, like, someone is, like, says to you, like, Hawkeye does not deserve, like, a place as an Avenger, or something like that, because I've heard c- criticisms like that, where Haw- people think Hawkeye should not be an Avenger. Mm-hmm. What would you say? So get your little soapbox out, Augie. What would you say to them? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm up on my soapbox. Okay. So my thoughts on Hawkeye being an Avenger, Avenger is every prolific group of heroes needs that sharpshooter guy. You look like in the Magnificent Seven. You look like in like mainly the like Sundance West, Kid. mainly yeah. mainly like Western movies. Yeah, where it's like there's the sharpshooter guy that like will make that like super cool shot. The King Arthur movie with Clive Owen. Um, there's the one dude I'm forgetting who it is, but they're playing like you know, darts with, like, their daggers one night, and, like, someone throws wait, it into the dark. Tony. Oh, wait. Wait, what? Wait, wait, which movie are you talking about? They also, that's also in an uh, Avengers movie. Oh, I was oh, talking to King Arthur. Oh, 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 sorry. With yeah. Clive Owen. No, you're right. Colson just dazed out for a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> wait, uh, so, can, we look, can we look it up, Augie? Um, so every week we, we ask our guests if we can look up something. Uh, Wistoff would not let us look up anything. 
Should I look up this guy's name from King Arthur? It's on you, Colton. Colton, do you want to do you want to give me the go, or do you want to? No, I can tell you. It's, it's yeah. It actually, I wouldn't be able to tell you what character it is. Okay, all right. because <laughs> I forget what he looks like. All right, but Colton, the same. just just let the record show. Colton has Colton given has us approved the go. If we want to look <laughs> yeah. something up this episode, go for it. okay, all right. My cool. phone is out right now. I'm looking up nude <laughs> images on Google search. <laughs> um, but uh, so one of the characters, I believe, it's. Um, like Lancelot throws his like dagger into the oh you know what it's Joel Edgerton throws his dagger he's into in the King Arthur he you're is. right yeah. oh my throws god his I totally dagger forgot. into the dartboard I know I've just said that for like the past four times <laughs> and then there's another one of the Wait, Knights one more of the Round time, Table <laughs> that comes up and throws his dagger into the Bulldog. end into the oh. end of the dagger that was already in there mm-hmm. so, and it's like super cool and the guy's like how'd you do that he's like. I just aimed in the middle, I guess. But every every group needs that sharpshooter guy that's that's got you know dead on accuracy, um, that's gonna make all like the you know tough sniping shots, um, and has also got like a little bit of like a wisecrack attitude like when doing it. Um, you know, it's gonna like you know, twirl his gun around. So yeah, so Hawkeye. That's the function I think he serves. Okay. Um, as like the kind of the sole like mortal one. You well, know? and Black Widow. Yeah, but I think Black Widow is like, you know, she like disappears. She's like, she's like a spy. Yeah, she's she like seems a more spy, of a spy yeah. than, than um, Clint does. And I know I'm like really flailing my arms <laughs> around here. Oh, <laughs> my apologies. But like, you know, Clint is just like a, you know, expert shot with, you know, a bow. And it's like, a, it's very simple. Just like the shield is very simple for Cap. He's also really, really good at seeing the bigger picture too, though. Yeah, yeah. That's is. like... Uh, like, he's the thing is always, like, being removed because he can see better from afar. And, like, that's shown in the first Avengers when he's on the top. He's, like, calling out shots to Iron Man. Like, Thor's doing this. Yeah, they th- can't bank well. Like, he's really good at seeing the bigger picture mm-hmm. and not just, like, being able to focus on. Yeah, he's, like, a good guy to have. Uh, like, you can always count on him. Yeah. Because, like, he, he's not the strongest, but you always know that he's going like, to give you something that's going to help out. Yeah. Um, okay, I wanted to talk about, um, we were talking about, like, Black Panther being serious in, in this film. <laughs> I wanted to talk about how Captain America is also a very serious character, which I like because he doesn't really make quips all too often. I think he does sometimes, but um, I wanted to ask you guys this, because I, I don't really know the answer to this either, but does Captain America, like Steve Rogers, ever smile once in any of the MCU movies? Yes. <laughs> does he? Yeah. Like one scene I can think of off the top of my head is okay. uh, when they're. <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes in Civil War. Honestly, is when he kisses Sharon and like Bucky and uh, Sam are watching. Oh, okay. Like they give like that nod. He turns like he smiles like what like what the hell like type can thing. We, can we talk about how she was probably like in actuality like eighty ninety years younger than him? Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> weird. Like yeah. he was like really do you, into yeah. Like, do you guys her, think like, that's weird that he's like I into strange Peggy's. A niece or a like kind of, but whatever. like he showed interest before he knew that. Like in the second yeah. one, like when, she when was he was like the roommate, like he whatever, asked yeah. her out, and like it wasn't until Civil War that he found out that they were related. That's so a good point. It's like it okay. is a little weird, but I think it's not as weird as people make it out to be because it wasn't solely because she was related to Peggy. Like that just happened to be. Okay, that's that, fair. Like that's a coincidence fair. too. Yeah, I thought it was weird just because he was like older than her. But I guess <laughs> if we're judging him by that metric, then it would be weird if he kissed pretty much anyone yeah. besides like Stanley. <laughs> 
you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, that's fair. Well, what about, like, Thor? He, I mean, he's, that's like... True. He's, like, thousands he's of like years old. He's, like, thousands years old. <laughs> he's got Natalie... Or so, Augie, well, uh, do you approve I think of the that? only people that could kiss would be Thor and Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, there's still, oh, like, thousands Oh, that's a huge age difference, too, bro. <laughs> uh, Thor is, like, older than everyone, like, except for, like, any other Asgardians. I don't know, I just... Lady I, Sif? Forget maybe. about it, then I retract. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen the... Some like people talk about like if Captain America is a virgin or not because like he was like this <laughs> scrawny guy before before so he probably got like no girls and then he you know, he went right into a war and then and then he got frozen so it's like <laughs> is he is he one or not because and w- I mean not that it matters to Captain America because you know for him for a guy like him he it, it, like it doesn't even matter because he's he's like such a, like a he's such like a badass guy but like I, I always thought that's kind of like funny to think yeah. about because he's just like this. 90-year-old <laughs> I don't know. I just think that's funny. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, let's get on to the next segment here, uh, which is... What is the next segment? Yeah. I was just about to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, where I was when this movie premiered. No, I think we did that one. No, we did where we saw it, where, where we were when we first saw it. I still confuse these. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. That, that was... It, it's <laughs> pretty, pretty much the same for me. Pretty much. Okay, it's the same. For this one, because I saw it, like, in theaters, like, when it came out, it's, it's pretty much the same. Okay, I, I know, but but sometimes it won't be the same, though, so that's oh, why I know. Wait, Can you give an example? Uh, okay, so for, um, let's see, Get Smart. I didn't see it, like, when it came out, so that had a little, little bit of a different story to it. And then if a movie came out before we were born, then, you know, that's never going to apply. Clearly, that would result in a very interesting story. <laughs> yes, yeah. But that, I mean, no, I just think I just think it's kind of cool to hear, like, uh, like where you kind of, like, were. I, I guess it's the same for this one, but we have to stay. We have to stay, <laughs> have to stay strict true. in the regimen uh, with the segments. Um, but, yeah, is it the same, though? We can just get, get, get done with the segment if we want to. <laughs> Let me see. Um, you, so, Colton, you said we were finishing up our freshman year. Yeah, point. yeah, it was. In I mean, did you see it in theaters? Because yeah, then... I saw it. In, yeah, I saw it in theaters. Okay, but I didn't segment. see it until I went home for <laughs> break. Did, so you saw it the night of a final or the night before? Final? The night before it was Thursday, and then I always oh, had like God. Friday finals. Yeah, I, I probably <laughs> saw really it that weekend. I don't know. I don't know if I saw it opening night that Thursday night, but mm-hmm. I probably saw it that weekend though. Yeah, so I think it's similar I, to me. I probably saw it shortly after I I went home. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's um, like the Friday before finals week. Okay, so how about I'll do this? Do you guys like the movie any more or less than the first time you saw it in theaters? Honestly, I think I kind of like it more because a lot of people complain that, like one of the things I've really liked about every movie that the Russo brothers have done has left a lasting impact on the MCU as a whole. And uh, people were complaining like, oh, like... Oh, you mean like the ramifications of what happened? Yeah, in the movie. like okay. Winter Soldier, they tear down S.H.I.E.L.D., they lose this huge driving force that's been throughout all the movies. But see, in Age of Ultron, Nick Fury just kind of shows up with the helicarrier at the end and there's like this kind of new S.H.I.E.L.D., so... But they're not... But like before Civil War, like they didn't have a headquarters like on... Like I guess they had like his Avengers Tower kind of, but it wasn't nearly as organized as it was when they had S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that intelligence like at their disposal okay. and all these like, t- like toys. Like they had like whatever Iron Man had, but... They didn't have, like, helicarriers and stuff like that. And then, like, in... But a lot of people complain Civil War. It's like, oh, they're all going to get back together uh, for Infinity War because they have to. But the fact that they're divided in Infinity War leads to, like, one of the reasons why they lose because Wanda and Vision are off on their own and that makes them more vulnerable. They don't have as many people in New York to fight. And, like, never once in this movie are they all together to fight as one. And ultimately, they end up losing. And I feel like a big factor of that is because they broke up 
in Civil War, so I feel like it showed that it had a more lasting impact than people might have originally thought. Yeah, you're saying it, it can't, like, their divide carried over from yes. this film onward. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it had a very big impact in Infinity War, and that's one of the movies that the Russo brothers said that you should watch before Endgame, so I think we'll... Because we still haven't seen Tony and Steve make up. That's true. I yeah. think, yeah, yeah, I think that's why it's going to play a big part in, into it. Right, Augie, how about you? Did you have any... Like, has your opinion changed from when you first saw this film, or is it kind of... You know, I, st- I still really like it, but I would echo what Colton said, um, that it's... You know, more meaningful now because at the end of it, you're like, oh my god, are they gonna like are Cap and and Iron Man gonna be like all right? Are they gonna like get back together? But then, you know, at the point in time when the movie came out, you didn't know, you wondered, you hoped. Uh, but now that Infinity Wars come out and we've seen that, um, we see that they're n- never together in the movie, even though they're both in it. They're always like fighting separate battles. They never talk to each other. Um, so I would say having the I don't want to necessarily call it closure because it's still like an open door uh, at the end of Infinity War, but um, having the the I'm I'm spacing on a better word, uh, having the resolution that no, they did not get to back together. Okay, yeah. And yes, this was like a you know um, you know pretty serious divide. But mm-hmm. do you guys think it did enough though? Because I feel like in the beginning of Infinity War, they they don't even bring up the accords. Like I know. I know General Ro- Thunderbolt Ross is in it, but if the chords existed, accords existed, would Tony have been able to just start fighting uh, the the two uh, ch- uh, Thanos' children when they showed up? Like that's why, like I don't know, may- maybe like if there was something about where Tony, if he said something like, "Oh, it's like screw the accords," I'm, like I have to fight, like I was wrong. Yeah. I don't. I feel like they don't give that. Yeah, you're right. I feel like that's fair, but they've also this is like a threat on an unprecedented level. Like, who's gonna take them on? And like, if you're right there, are you really gonna stand aside and like wait for the government to decide? Which like, is exactly why Tony was wrong. Then. Yeah, and yes. but I, I do, I do like though that they have that little comment where like Ross is like, "This doesn't forgive everything." Or like when Steve returns to the headquarters, I think that like was kind of nice to still show that there is a little bit. But I agree, yeah. like they don't really bring it up that much. But then again, like. After that scene, all the ones that really agreed to it are off Earth, and then, like, the rogue ones are in Wakanda. Yeah, I see what you mean. And so like, the rogue ones can kind of do whatever they want. Because they never really and then, yeah, agreed Doctor to Doctor Strange wasn't place. part of the team, nope. which, that would have made things really interesting with Doctor yeah. Strange. I, I'm, I'm curious to see which side he would have joined, which he doesn't really get along with Tony Stark, even though yeah. they're kind of similar people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I he's, lo- also probably, he's also someone who's, like, a very strict adherent of, like, law and order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So because, he yeah, he follows sided with Tony for that reason. Which, yeah, we can come back to this, but like I was gonna ask, what side would you guys side with? I don't with? know. That's what made it like, you know, I think makes it such a good movie. See, is I, like you could make a very compelling argument either way. I agree. I, th- I think you can, and I think they do present both sides pretty equally. But I think the movie is from Captain America's point of view. I think I think it's showing that he's right. I mean, because look what happens in future movies, and then also. Uh, what happens, even even though, what's his name, uh, Rhodey kind of still defends him, he's like, oh, this kind of sucked. He's, like, talking to Tony at the end of the movie, like, yeah. oh, this kind of sucked, but I would have, like, backed you either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Captain like America... I my mind. Or, yeah, but yeah. what Captain America is doing, I think it just proves that, like, Tony doesn't even tell, like, Thunderbolt Ross that he's going to this compound to find them because he knows he can't do it because I think he, like, he knows he's got to be accountable for his actions, but... He's putting them on the accords rather than than himself, which I think is is I think that's like a good thing because I think it shows like his his growth as a character and and how uh, they 
completely switch sides from what mm-hmm. they originally started with because you would have thought that Captain America, the soldier, would have would have been on the side of agreeing with the Cords, and Tony Stark is like, oh, you can't have my Iron Man suit, mm-hmm. Iron Man too. And I love how it completely they set that up so well. Here. Yeah, I think they did a really good job. And I haven't read the comics, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember like reading somewhere that they said like in the comic they really paint Tony Stark as more of a villain, and it's easy to side with Cap. And I feel like in yeah. the movie, like even though it's from his perspective, they're still showing like that montage of all them fighting of people dying on the streets. So like even in these badass action scenes that we all love, people are dying, and I think like that was a pretty big like or a pretty cool thing for them to show because, like, that's, like, their main draw as a movie and at the same time they're showing, like, there is still a lot of death throughout yeah, all of this. Yeah, the MC movies are a classic example of having your cake and eating it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know, I feel like they didn't make, like, or, or paint Tony Stark as some villain and make it easy to side with uh, Steve because I feel like they both make very valid points and while I ultimately yeah. side with Team Cap, I still think they had really good points yeah. on Team Iron Man. Team Cap. Team Cap the emotional the side of me, um, you know, stands with Cap, mm-hmm. but the logical side of me stands with Tony. That's mm-hmm. because you're gonna be a law, <laughs> you're, or you're gonna be a lawyer. You're going well, I mean, into a law degree. You, I mean, like you know, Cap is making a very emotional decision. He's like, he's my friend, blah blah. blah. I'm gonna stand with him till the end. And Iron Man and the rest of them are looking at it like, okay, like economically, you know, politically, like legally, yeah. like. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's like you know, it, the heart versus the brain. It's the classic Apollo versus Dionysus. But also, I feel like they set oh, that up. That was a good reference. <laughs> Frederick Nitschke, <laughs> yeah, duality of man kind of thing. Whatever, however the hell you say it. I feel like with the follow shield, though, too, they, sh- they set up really well that you can't just trust and follow orders from some government agency. Like, sometimes, like, especially with, like, Captain America leading it, he always has, like, that, like you said, like a straight edge or straight arrow or whatever. Like, he, like, he has very sound thinking and... Uh, He's very resolute in his opinions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of lost my train of thought there. But Which, it doesn't sound like Colton is very resolute in his opinions. <laughs> <laughs> On another note, how cool was it when we got to see young Robert Downey Jr. talking to his parents, <laughs> and he looked very similar to how he did in 1986's Rodney Dangerfield starring Back to School movie? Dude, I, I love that because there's only a couple years difference there. I, I think know. that's I think that's so awesome. I mean, I I think like that technology is developed to such a degree that like if we wanted to see a back to school remake, <laughs> we possibly could. I would love that. Colton, Nick's... do you know Back to School? No. No. I, I, I oh, you, do you want to tell him a little bit about it? Yes. So, um think uh sort of like 1980s goofy movie. Um a father uh his son is going off to college. Um and he is a <laughs> The father is an incredibly wealthy entrepreneur who never went to college Mm -hmm. and decides he wants to go to college with his son. Um, So he goes to college, has no idea how it works or anything like that, you know, tears down a residence hall because he can't because he's got so much stinking money that he, like, builds, like, this, like, luxury apartment for him and his son to be, like, roommates. And he's, like, going through all these classes. He's got no idea, like, the life of, like, an academic Remember that one scene where uh, he... Where Doctor Barbary, Barbary, whatever his name is, um, I just looked up his name because I forgot about. It. But like the, the his like main professor, yeah, accuses him of like fraud and cheating and things like that, and like the great lengths he goes <laughs> to, like it's, it's just it's like so it's, r- it's very zany, yeah. very dumb, but <laughs> somehow every week we find ourselves coming back to it. Yeah. Did you guys mention that on the Dark Knight Rises podcast? It kind of sounds we familiar. Forgot to mention it. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't we forgot really to mention remember. it last week. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite lines that movie that my dad quotes all the time is 
uh, Rodney Dangerfield's son just like got a C on like an exam, and his son's like, oh, I'm never like gonna pass this class. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a failure. And Rodney Dangerfield, in classic Rodney Dangerfield fashion, goes A B C. You're in the top three. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. Okay, so um, every week uh, we always like to talk about and mention a film that uh, one of these actors is in, but we'll probably never talk about. And because uh, there's so many, there's so yeah. many things, there's so many films and movies to talk about. Uh, but this week, um, I thought that we'd highlight uh, Edgar Wright's Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> Have you guys both seen this film? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while for me. I'm trying to I, think who this is. It's actually a lot of So, uh, Chris Evans <laughs> plays uh, the, oh, the, right. the, uh, the film star uh, ex boyfriend, um, which this movie would be kind of fun to do in a, uh, for an episode, but I don't know if I'll ever get to it, though, because it's like really kind of nerdy and niche. <laughs> we never will now. <laughs> yeah, but I guess we'll, uh, we could break the rules. We'll see. But I mean,. No, rules um, aren't made to be broken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I really like Scott Pilgrim vs. World. I think it's so much fun. It is a funny one. Uh, Chris Evans, I think, like, because he kind of, he plays, like, these good guy characters a lot, so it's kind of fun seeing him play this douchebag. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh, like, the way he, <laughs> the way his character gets defeated, where he, like, he just gets challenged to do a, to do, like, a, uh, like, a skate down a rail, and, like, that's the only reason. <laughs> like, I, I love Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, I don't know if you guys, like, like it as much as me, but I do think it just embodies, like what a comic book movie could be if it like fully embraced uh like it's it's like source material no you're absolutely right i i like that movie it's been a long time since i've seen it but you definitely like that movie way more than i do you would be the scott pilgrim expert this week. oh yeah i might be actually we still haven't <laughs> figured out what colton is the expert i think in. colton would be the expert on marvel on marvel and on and specifically more so on captain america's feelings yeah, He's I hit agree. on a lot of those points tonight. <laughs> yeah, I I, Very I would agree with that. Augie, uh, <laughs> Colton, I, I have to agree with you on that. It is definitely the Captain America and Marvel expert on the show. <laughs> we give just you the, the, movies, just stamp the movies. of the week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, all right, so any other kind of closing thoughts? We're getting pretty close to the end of the show here. Okay, um, I got something um, that I think that you'll find entertaining. Um, because when we Who, first me, oh, oh sorry, Augie, <laughs> I hit the spring on the Augie pointed at me by the yes, way. Yes, <laughs> you Logan. Uh, so Colton, you may or may not know when we first conceived the idea for this podcast, it was meant to um, talk like uh, our own personal top ten lists of like a movie theme like every week. Yeah, so, that was like the original theme. Yeah, and it started when we watched um, this is Spinal Tap. Have you seen this is Spinal Tap? Okay, no. so it. <laughs> It's a cult comedy uh, directed by Rob Reiner. Um, it's like a... Um, it's a, a mockumentary. Yeah, it's, it's a really mockumentary funny. about a rock band in like the 80s. Um, and one of the scenes famously in the movie uh, mentions one of the guitarists talking about how special his amps are because they all turn up to 11. 11. <laughs> 11. <laughs> um, rather than 10. And the, uh, the director asks him, he says, uh, so why don't you just make 10 louder? And he goes... Well, because it's eleven, <laughs> but it's one louder. It's it's like a stupid joke, but it's, it's really, really funny though. I so mean, we I like love every, it. So like we're gonna call this podcast like Eleven Talk. We're gonna have like eleven movies in the list every week, and then we made some drastic changes. But to tie it back into Captain America, when Tony Stark goes to Peter Parker's apartment, he asks him like, "So like, you know, how'd you get these powers?" Sort of thing. Like, why are you like this? 
like what else like is it besides like being able to like, sling webs and climb on walls and Peter Parker says it's like my senses are dialed to 11. <laughs> does he say that? He yeah. does. Really? Wow, okay. That's got to be a reference. And I was wondering then. I was wondering if it was a spinal tap reference or not, but That's got to be. There was another like I, I call these things like like um faux references cuz I'm like is that a reference cuz like I'm making this connection yeah. in my head or is it or is it really one? Another one was when um Clint was trying to rescue Scarlet Witch out of like the little compound that she was um put in for protection and he's like kind of pulling her away and Vision's like no don't go and Clint says he's like you gotta help me help me Wanda and I was thinking like the Beach Boys song it's like you know, help me Rhonda it's like very similar oh, yeah. and I ca- think that's more of you looking in the cadence things. of how he said it that's I was like scene, I started thinking about it I was like so <laughs> yeah those are a couple okay, of, so a couple I, of my thoughts I know we didn't mention the other two Captain America movies much um, but one mm-hmm. thing I do like about uh, Civil War is like the through line of Bucky's storyline. I think that's like the one th- big thing that connects mm-hmm. all three of them. Real quick, let's just get a ranking on on the three Captain America movies. So Captain America: First Avenger, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and Captain America: Civil War. What are our rankings? If Colton is thinking about this, I think I have mine. Yeah, I think I got mine too. All right, do you want to go first, Soggy? Yeah, um, I'm gonna go Winter Soldier, Civil War, First Avenger. Oh, I really geez. like the Winter Soldier. Dude, I do too. He's That's like fun. so fucking badass. Yeah. I th- yeah. And I'm like the very, like the very, you have, you have the cohesion of like, you know, the group of heroes, which I like. Um, but it's been a while since I've seen it. So I think that there's a, a more limited um, amount of heroes in Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. There's, right? a, yeah, okay. there's basically none. It's basically okay. just Black, Black Widow, Widow and Falcon. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. But, um, uh, I like the like the cohesion of it. Um, you know, Winter Soldier was like really cool, and then like the end scene of that one, um, when like you know he pulls Cap out of the water was like really neat. Yeah, and I, like that was like a very powerful moment. Jeez, ah, I I think I let maybe have like more fun watching, and I kind of like seeing the interactions in Civil War more. But yeah, I think I'll I would put Winter Soldier one, Civil War two, and I think First Avenger. Is a good first half of a movie, but the second half I don't like as much. That, that's no, that's a kind of distant number three, but it's still it's still fine. It's still good, mm-hmm. but I get what you're saying. I think like the second and third movies are definitely better than the first one, like yeah. hands down. All right, how about uh, you, Colton? I would I'd say that Winter Soldier is probably a better movie, but personally I just love. Sorry, uh, but he means a better film, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's two drinks, right? Like kind of like how you, how you brought up. I, like you can't beat the character interactions for me, and I just love having everybody in the movie. So I'd probably put Civil War first, then Winter Soldier, and oh, First yeah. Avenger. But it's, it's like a big they party. easily could switch. Like when Winter Soldier came out, that was my favorite movie. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we could we could talk all day about these MCU movies, <laughs> and maybe we'll do like a special episode where we'll like, we'll like just talk about the MCU. And yeah, maybe a we whole. do something like where we have like all of our like huge Marvel friends on, and we all just kind of like <laughs> ramble about. Oh, it. Geez. That'd be chaotic. But a I'm lot of us in here. Yeah. Like it. it would be. But yeah, okay. Final thoughts on. Civil War, so just like culmination of everything you said, Colton, you want to go first? Okay, uh, give me, well, let me think about. He that. just shook, he shook his head <laughs> and said no. Um, for me, it's it's a great uh, like third piece to a uh, to a trilogy, but also like it fits well into the larger MCU, and I think it's I just think it's a lot of fun, and I re- do really like the kind of more serious themes. I wish they kind of went into those a little bit more, but it, it you know has moved aside for some other storylines to. to play out uh, through their through the uh, rest of the movie and the end of the movie especially um, so yeah it's it's a really good movie 
Uh, I think great movie. I love how they tackle some like serious morality issues. Um, you get to see like the duality of uh, both sides. Um, I like that it's dark, or darker, you know, mm-hmm. in relativity in relativity to the other MCU movies. Um, and also, I think that the best scene in the movie is when Bucky pulls the guy off the motorcycle in midair, <laughs> spins it around, and then hops on it. Dude, that scene like was tight. It's like a badass looking motorcycle too. Yeah, it's like not like a you know a weirdo looking motorcycle, <laughs> <laughs> something that's like disproportionate. Yeah, I know it's, it's but a it's a one. cool motorcycle. Um, so yeah, I am ready to give you my rating of this movie. Yeah, okay, let's hear Colin's final let's thoughts, and then we'll get to the ratings. Um, I think it serves as a great culmination of everything that's come before it, like all the Marvel movies, but also serves as a really good launching pad for Phase Three and everything that comes after it. I think it gives us the best on screen version of Spider Man. Uh, yeah, we didn't even really talk about him. <laughs> uh, I think it has actually a fairly underrated villain. Uh, I think Zemo actually is pretty good in, like, what? <laughs> Augie just sneezed, and he made no <laughs> noise when he sneezed. Sorry. Okay, uh, continue, Colson. And I think it has, kind of like what Augie was saying, one of the best tones. Like, it has still, like, that classic Marvel humor and one-liners, but has a, definitely a more serious and somber tone and gives an idea of, like, what superheroes would actually be like if they were in the real yeah. world. I think that's a big part of it. Okay, so uh, now to our famous rating system. Um, it's uh, it's every bacon it's deja blue, <laughs> reverse osmosis, purified <laughs> drinking water rating system. Beep, 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 so uh, beep, every week beep, we like to give beep, a beep, little beep, rating. I <laughs> <laughs> like to give a little rating about the film. Uh, Augie, do you want to start it off? Sure, I'll start it off. I would give this movie. Um, 414 pages of a Sokovia Accords um, legal document. Okay, I was kind of going a similar direction there. I would give this, uh, I think, about like nine replays of a Sokovian uh, voicemail. All right. I'll go with 11 nuclear rocket explosions. Wow. Once again, <laughs> how do we do it? It's always so similar. That's so odd I really, I really attribute it to the producer's serious vetting process on bringing the guests on here. Yeah. We got to thank the producers. We yeah. got to thank Marcello for the bumper music. And we got to thank Miss Cleverly for the beautiful logo. Yes, thank you so much. I didn't even have to thank anyone this week. I'll thank you, Colton. Colton, yeah, thanks for joining thank the show, man. Cool. Thanks was, for having me, That guys. was a fun one this a, week. It was a good time. There was so much more we could have talked about. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. You could go on. I'm Augie. And I'm Logan. And this is... We We start start with with movies. movies. Thank you. Thank you.